down to tackle this gingerbread latte tonight. Here's what you missed last week, nerds. Hey, Need the flash it out. The killer of boxing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the killer of boxing. The crusher of boxing. Go to the pyramids of Giza. You know? Go to the Eiffel Tower. Go to the Hanging Gardens of Babylon. Yeah, check out India's Taj Mahal. While you're down there, want to check out the Opera House in <laughs> Sydney Harbour. Perhaps you can go surfing at Australia's Botany Beach. While you're on this cruise around the world with all your money, may I recommend Mount Vesuvius. Mount Vesuvius in Italy. And then the Trevi Fountain in Rome. St. Peter's Cathedral. Go up to Moscow to St. Basil's Cathedral in the Kremlin. Red Square. Sorry, I just had a stroke. But... How we doing in here, Oklahoma? <laughs> oh. Oklahoma. Now that I got all that bullshit out of my system, let's slice it. Turn down for what? The fuck? Wait a minute. Ooh, oh, there gosh. goes the dynamite. Cutting it radio. Oh shit. Uh, hashtag MAGA. Oh my gosh. Yeah, right. Oh, oh shit. shit. Yeah. Okay, maybe we can find a testicles, clip. Testicles, testicles. Oh. John, John, John. Yeah. Oh, Tech boner. Yeah. Oh. Hashtag MAGA. Right. Yeah, but John is the master. Yeah, right. Tech boner. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Let's go, baby. Yeah, right. But John oh. is the master. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah, right. Sounds like Sean. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Tentacle porn debacle. Sound drops. The yeah, tentacle right. porn debacle. <laughs> The tentacle porn debacle. Cause the sound drops. <laughs> Hashtag MAGA. If you don't agree, unfriend me. How do I sound? A minute. Oh, oh my yeah, god. Right. Drops. Let's go, baby! Tech boner. Oh my god. Testicles, testicles, testicles. sidewinders. <laughs> testicles, testicles. <laughs> John, what's your policy on Mace's uh, purple lightsaber? Fun fact. Such places to start. Yes, Lord Vader. I, I don't have a problem with it. <clears throat> and I actually think it's a lot cooler because Samuel L. Jackson said, are there any purple lightsabers? And George Lucas said, no. And Samuel Jackson said, then I will do the movie if I have a purple saber and I'm the only one who ever has one. And I need to see it. Uh, I've been talking, cool. I had this conversation today because I thought, I think purple's, purple's my favorite color. Hmm. And uh, I had this conversation. My boss, my boss's neighbor gave her this. You ever see the virtual reality, uh, you know, like the virtual reality glasses where you can play games and like shoot things? You mean the VR glasses, the man? V- the, v- the VR yeah. glasses. Are you with yeah. that, that, that? Sure. Um, of course. This, yeah, right. This discombobulation. I'm so afraid of at, them. I'm afraid of them. I was at Jed's brother's last weekend, and I was playing with one, and it was like a zombie game. And you shoot the zombies, and you feel like they're right there. Like, it's scary. And so that was really oh cool. Oh, my God. That must be fucking crazy. So I was, like, really into it. I was like, I really want to buy one. This is like... This is like a new like Nintendo for me. Like for Christmas, I need to get this. Yeah. Uh, I just want Jen to be sitting there, like watching me in this like alternative universe, like spinning around, <laughs> shooting things all day. So then my boss waving your in. arms in the air at nothing. 
yeah, flailing them, like crying. Like I just, I just want to become a full retard at this point. You know, like the 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 video games, the computer, and the SNES aren't enough. I need to like go a step deeper. Yeah. But my boss brought in a Star Wars one with the lightsaber. Oh, no. So I've been obsessed with this, and it wasn't like, oh hey, you can like look at it. She's like, oh, somebody didn't want this, and they gave it to me, and and oh, my son God. didn't want it. So I brought it in. Instead of like Google having like the ping pong, we can have the Star Wars. And I was like, yeah, let's set this wow. up. Wow. <laughs> and I've been obsessed. That's all I've been doing. And it's like acceptable. Like there, people are at computers, like working, and there I am, like spinning around in an office. But it's okay. Oh my because gosh. The CEO, like, oh my gosh. Said you can play with it. It's That's the best incredible. thing in the world. And, and but the reason I brought up Mace was I was talking to one of the other guys who doesn't know Star Wars Mace as much as, as much as I do, which isn't isn't a lot. But he was like, "Oh, Mace." Uh, it was like the best character is Billy D. Williams, right? Lando, like he's the coolest in the original. And he's like, "Didn't he have the purple lightsaber?" And I was like, no, no, no. I had to like school him. But then we got oh, to racist. And I was like, the oh. purple the coolest though, because it's like the coolest color. Racist, right? They all look the same. Yeah, the only two black characters in Star Wars: Samuel L. Jackson and Billy D. Williams. But it's an app on the phone, so you can play it remotely. So you and I need to get this app and these sabers. It's called Jedi Challenges. It's it's officially licensed Star Wars Disney like gear. It's not like a ripoff. And the, the app's free. I think it's like a hundred bucks. Two hundred. No, it's probably like two hundred bucks for the kit. But mm. you and I need to get this and play it each other because you can do it like virtually with other players. So you and I could be fighting each other or like on the same team, fighting like stormtroopers with these lightsabers in our own home. See, no. Like the see, podcast this... will end at episode three hundred when Christmas hits because we're gonna get these and we won't ever leave the house again. Right. See, this is what I I foresaw this decades ago I'm like one day they're gonna make it to where you put these goggles on and you're in the video game and you can play it with a friend in Vietnam if you right. wanted to and that's why I can't because you know yeah, right. I have like a kid now and yeah, right. like a job also and yeah like payments for things yeah I have payments and like child support and I think there's, there's like these objects that like I sit on or that like move me around real fast and I pay yeah. for those and I think I have to like keep going to this job yeah. to do it. Right. I don't understand that. Like I have this thing it's it, like it keeps lights on and it comes in the form of a bill, but like there's power behind it, like coming into the house yeah, with from water the earth. And, yeah, like electricity. I don't want to get into like, finances. Some kind of money. I don't want to get into like finance, but I yeah. to get that I have to do stuff. Right. But uh, but if I if I like this so much, you would love it. That's what I'm like saying. I'm afraid it's going to consume my entire life. Like if I do this, I will get divorced. If I get right. these VR glasses, it. it'll have to be like I'll have to be like a child where <clears throat> we have scheduled VR time. You'd and have, at the that, end of the that, scheduled that, VR time, I have to turn those glasses off, Mister. That's how it has to would have to be though. Like we joke about it, but it would have to be uh, someone would have to give me that for like an hour, two hours a day, maybe yeah. two on the weekend, and that's it. And then take them yeah, away right. because it would be four in the morning. And yeah, I'd right. Be like running around, you know, just around oh, the house. Oh, there goes the dynamite. Like, you know, huh. Dude, especially now. Huh. See, especially now, if you get it during, huh. during like. Oh, there goes the dynamite. During like a break, you know, where we have some days off where you can really get into it 
and then all of a sudden it's like early January back to reality and you're like fuck but when am I gonna do my VRs instead of like an old lady that's like I gotta get my coupons and watch my my, my stories we're like I gotta get my VRs you look good man it's good to see you we haven't seen each other since Barney York's excellent audio uh, interview the other day it always happens. There's always an issue with the best guests. Like Kanan Biscardi couldn't get on or something. There was some – remember he, he thought it was live. He's like, I'm tweeting out. No one's responding to the show. Or he, was, oh. he was saying on the show, tweet me. He's like, I'm not getting any tweets. I was like, God, Cutting edge radio. And then the cutting edge radio. Barney, like, didn't have any – I mean, it, it worked out. Your editing was great. But with the audio, you know, if, it's good it, to see. If I had more – again, if I didn't have a job. If I didn't have a job. Uh, and more time because I got really broken that up and just like taking the oh, split second after the, the feedback every time he started talking. But that would have just taken forever and I know we wanted to just get it out. Um, oh, yeah. No, I, I don't think it, it could have been done better. It was You really cleaned that up. And I did kind of give like a wink to the listener where we're at the very beginning. It's like Piscardi and I going like, hey, maybe we should start over. And Biscardi's like, yeah, it fuck ups are funny, but this is a little, you know, we want to at least seem professional. It's a a little much. That was. It's kind of like, hey, get ready. Like again, we have some issues. But uh, he was awesome. He was awesome. Yeah, man. Zero panther. Tweet us at the underscore podcast. Wakanda forever. Let's go, baby. Panda forever. Like you said, I was like, yeah, like Panda Express too. Forever. Uh, I want to before we get into Penny Marshall. I want to ask you, have you seen Artie Lang lately? <gasps> wow. I have this, like, thread. Um, this you thread, have. A couple friends <clears throat> where all we talk about is, like, there's, like, a few topics that, you know, this thread will get activated. Like, if there's a news, if there's news in the NBA. Oh, if, yeah. Or if there's what's Howard Stern news. No, that's not a WhatsApp. It's just a couple buddies from home. McShay's oh, and DeWitt. I think you know them all. Yeah. No, it's just on regular text. <laughs> How about old school? How about Parrot? If you're surely you need four third-party apps in order to communicate these days. But a, a phone call? Why don't you carve it on a tablet and have a donkey drag it to them? Well, I gotta open up the window because the messenger pigeon is here to deliver news from Halsey from up north. Oh yes, he's coming to stab me for calling him fat. But I saw that picture of Artie's nose, and it looks as if there is no cartilage or bone under the skin. So his nose is just basically deflated onto itself. It's deflated. And, and I thought when I saw that picture, it was clickbait, like a fake story. And, I, looks and, like then it's I, and then I clicked on it, and it was like New York Times. And I was like, okay, it's real. Maybe he got like in a fight. But no. It's, it's really sad because he's such a funny guy and he had such a good career. And everyone gets into drugs in show business at some point or another. But that guy really, really bottomed out. Like, he, he lost a job at the Stern Frangible. Show, right? Didn't he have to go to Frangible. rehab or jail or something? I mean, he just, like, like Howard never like, yeah, right. fired him. He just, like, wouldn't show up. Or when he would show up, he would be high on heroin. And then Howard, the genius, would turn him taking naps during shows into a bit. Right. When it was right. really happening. Artie was like nodding off. He was passed out. And it's sad because he has to go to like drug court. Then he tried to kill himself. Jail. 
and he tried to kill himself with a knife the one time. He's trying to kill himself a bunch of times, but yeah, he the, the thing that got him thrown off the stern, like he, he went to the hospital, and Howard was just like, yeah, I don't think it's a good idea for him to come back. Because of course the show would focus on that crazy behavior, and I think Stern felt like he was making it happen. Yeah, right. <clears throat> Which is like he was enabling it with the money, father. And yeah, publicity. Because right, and Artie said, and I don't know how true it is, because a drug addict, you don't know how to believe after a while unless they're clean for a He's lot of years. He's such a liar. He's the biggest liar I've ever like known. And it's not like I know him, but I've been listening to him and following him on social media. For the past 10 years, ever since they went to Sirius, longer than that. He's such right. a liar. He's like, he has lied more than Trump. Well, well let me slow down. Let me, let me slow down. Yeah, right. But no, he's such a liar, dude, over and over and over. Maybe we can get a clip. That's my new thing. I'm going to do the clips that you edit into the show so people don't know. If it's Maybe we can find a clip. Thing, so. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, we just want to do <laughs> Oh, there goes the dynamite. That's my favorite one. Oh, there goes the dynamite. There goes the dynamite. Oh, there goes the dynamite. Like, there's the dynamite, but it's, oh, there, there goes, goes the dynamite. dynamite. Just walk by and it's like, hello, I'm going to explode. There goes, there goes the dynamite. Oh, yeah, there goes the dynamite. Like, I shouldn't even be in court and people took advantage of my celebrity and I'm a junkie and I'm just trying to get help. And it's like you had 18 chances to turn your life around. And it's not like you're doing drugs and maintaining it and not getting caught. You're doing like heroin and coke at a, at a, at a breakneck speed where your nose deflates. Like that enough alone would make me stop doing everything cold turkey and just deal with the pain my body gives me because I'm like, my nose looks like a pancake. Like what else would I want to live for? I can't even show my face. He, I mean, there was like even a video, <clears throat> I think that night on Twitter of him. Smoking a cigarette in like a parking garage going, hey, you know, a lot of people wonder how I get chicks. And I forget what his answer was, but it wasn't funny. And he's like smoking a cigarette and his hair is all like crazy and gangly. Yeah, it's crazy. He's such a weirdo, but Colin Quinn, I think, said it best uh, at his roast at the, at the on the Stern Show. He said, everyone loves you, but you. Oh, or everyone loves Artie, but you. Yeah. Hates so himself. weird. Like, he is the one guy that everybody loved. Like, he replaced Jackie, something I thought was, like, impossible at the time. Right. So did everybody. And it's because he's so likable, but he just doesn't... He just doesn't like being him. Yeah. It sucks. Right. Oh, there goes the side of like that. And our Biscardi knows him. He's uh, he's like an Artie Lang. He's a hey, you know, he's I'm a big dude. He might be the nicest guy you'll ever meet. He's oh. funny. Like he just doesn't say anything. He doesn't ever testicles, take a fight. He's testicles. always funny. But the drug use is like out of control now. At this oh, I've been talking to some friends back north. Oh really? And it's like, yo, is he the okay? Fuck? And it's like, yeah, but he goes. He's he's like fine for a few days, and then he goes in these like late night tears, where it's like. <clears throat> fucking think about ending it. I hate it. Fuck this. And then the next day, it's all apologies when he's like sober again. And you're like, dude, you gotta, you gotta, you got a problem. And it's it's a, it's an addiction. And I'm not one to preach about addiction. I drink beers and all that stuff. I'm not like Mr. Squeak, squeaky clean dick here. But like when it gets to a point where there's a pattern, and you look at someone like Artie, who's a who's a beloved guy, and it's just sad to see that, you know, because I don't think it's gonna end well for him. I hope it <clears> does. 
but it's just it's not it's not going you know it's not gonna you can't really bounce back from that uh and you know he like wrote a book about it and he you know he was on the pete holmes hbo show crashing he was i think in both seasons and he kind of like plays himself and you would think after doing that over and over that you would like come out of it and right. not want to be that disgusting, yeah, right. low life. And he's not even really that good of a comedian. He's yeah, just right. a funny guy. Right. You know what I mean? He's just funny. Like his stand-up is like... He's a good uh, personality. He's not like a... Right, he's, he's just like a like funny a... dude. He's the perfect radio personality. Because he right. just constantly says funny things. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, right. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, my gosh. We want to talk... Facials upstairs. Maybe we can find a clip. Facials upstairs. Uh, maybe we can get a clip. Uh, maybe we can find a clip. Jen texted me. Uh, maybe we can find a clip. Were you familiar with her work? I mean, I know you've seen it, but were you? Uh, did you know Miss Marshall? I like how you say her work. Her work. Um, we with her. Uh, her Yeah, really. What would you call it? Uh, only, only, only Laverne and Shirley. Uh, a leg of their own. And I'm drawing a blank on something else. What else did she do with Rosie O'Donnell? That's, uh, she did big with Tub Hanks, right. which I've never seen. Blasphemous. Cue the blast. <laughs> I think I've seen that movie like, I don't know, a hundred times. Really? Yeah. It was like one of the first like movies. She did good movies. I, but yeah, that's like the, the big movies. She did another one with Rosie O'Donnell, you're saying? I feel like her and Rosie were like. Yeah, I feel like they did. I can't, did I she do know. like? Should have done more research. Did she do like Steel Magnolias in those movies? Holy shit! Maybe. Yeah. Oh, it sounds like look it. Up. It sounds yeah. like she was a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. Yeah. Oh, oh my god. She she passed away today, and uh, yeah, Laverne and Shirley is her best best known role. Uh, that was a good show though. I watched that on like reruns at Nick at Night, and you did enjoy watching it. She died today. Seventy-five years old. Not a not a, not a short life. Um, she did a League of the Road. No, she didn't do Still Made She did. Uh, she produced Cinderella Man. Cinderella Man. Cinderella Man. Oh, with uh, Steve Martin. David Spade has the greatest joke about that. Russell Crowe. Oh, Russell Crowe in Cinderella yeah. Man. Then what am I yeah. thinking of? You're thinking of. Uh, you think of the movie with Steve Martin and the long nose? No. Yeah. Oh, there is some movie with Steve Martin called Something Man, and it's horrible. Um, riding in Cars with Boys, The Preacher's Wife, Renaissance Man's Bewitched, and According to Jim. Ah, okay. Be- Bewitched the movie. Credentials. The movie she with passed uh, away Will Farrell. She died of diabetes, complications of diabetes today at the age of 75. Her ex-husband, Rob Reiner, on Twitter to say, I learned oh. Penny and grew up with her. She was born with a great gift. She was born with a funny bone and the instinct of how to use it. <laughs> I was very lucky to have lived with her and her funny bone. I will miss her. Rob Dan Reiner. Rob Reiner. Dan Reiner tweeted, more than the loss of a funny, poignant an original American voice. I met Rob Ryder very briefly in L.A. at Bella Restaurant once. He was a really nice guy. He, he was oh. not beefing. family. 
I was drawing a blank on who he is, or I mean, I know who he is, but what he looked like, and now I remember he's. I love him. What do I know it, him from it, best? It's, it, it reminds me on a different scale of when Carrie Fisher died, uh, because it was right around Christmas, and she was older, and she had a great legacy of work oh, in a different wow. kind of genre. But remember, two years ago, when Carrie Fisher died, and it was mm-hmm. like Christmas time. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it kind of reminds you of that. It's like a wow. sad. Jolt, monarch, a monarch, a monarch, a, a patriarch. Yes, um, not a monarch. A patriarch, a a, a figurehead. A bosom. A bosom. <laughs> a bosom. Um, I mentioned your daughter today too. We we're talking about star. The Star Wars thing came up, and uh, somebody's was, daughter was having a kid. And they're like, yeah, the, the husband's obsessed with Star Wars, and she's going to get more Star Wars stuff. I said, John's daughter's name is, I didn't even say her name was Hannah. I just said her, her name is Skywalker, and they named him right after the character, and he buys tons of Star Wars stuff. I really embellished the story. And they're like, they're like, yeah, that happens. I was like, I know, I know, I know it does. I know. <laughs> did you say it's the guy that I did the podcast with? Because I feel, I feel if I throw that title in front of when I'm telling them something about you, people pay much more attention. Of course, because it's more like especially a, if it's a lie, they're interested, <laughs> right? But then, but then she was like, "Oh, somebody at his school is named Skywalker." It's like a people do that, like, like uh, S K Y E Walker, and I was like, "Yeah, like Skywalker like Smith." Yeah, because it it is a pretty name. Hmm. I I put it out there like as a well, someone put it out there thinking uh, it was a joke when I was just making a joke in the room. And then my company thought that was her real name. It, it, it works. It's a great name. The force is with her. Oh, uh, the, the question that the world has tonight is the graph of the quality of the television show Lost. It kind of goes up, and then it goes up, and then it goes up, and then it kind of curves, and then it goes up a bit. And then season six, episode three comes down, and it goes crashing down to the floor with bullshit, John, with 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 Sawyer as a cop, and and Saeed possessed, saying, "I can't be stopped." And what the fuck happened with that writing in season six? With all due respect, I think I could have written better episodes than that. It's embarrassing. Where it's are you now? Embarrassing. Get, tell me the season the show ends on a high note. Okay, okay, you haven't finished it yet. Okay, yeah, you're so confused, aren't you? I want to my eyeballs and my dick at the same time and then fall in a puddle of Ebola because of the memory of what's happening. By the way, Dr. Ben Linus is consistently good. His principal alternative, alternate universes with the, with the school, he should have his own show. Dr. Linus was the name of that episode. Uh, it's Dr. Linus actually. actually. Uh, what what is that actor's name? Doctor Linus. Michael Emerson. He's great. Mm-hmm. The I guy know. should be in more things. He should be a household name. He's in Person of Interest. I think they had three seasons. Isn't he good? I'm, I'm, I'm oh, kidding. He's awesome. The season. Well, yeah, you're was, really I, confused, it, like really, everybody was. I'm not confused. I I understand. I'm not lost. I understand the entire thing. I just don't know why oh. they're taking all these liberties. Oh yeah, I know. It was kind of like. Like and an my, epilogue my, almost. My, you but know like what why, I mean? why the overacting with Saeed and like he's by the, the, the fountain, like uh, it's already too, he's already here and he's given the look. It's like the show is so oh, good. Oh, because he's because he talked to him. Like there's a remember what the No, I get it. But the like, samurai it's just so said. 
Well, yeah, but you have to uh, you have to keep going. I, I am. It's almost I am. there. I got five episodes left. Oh my god! Okay, five episodes left. So that means you have across the sea, what they died for, and the finale. How many episodes are in the final season, sir? Not like fourteen, I think. Okay, I probably have seven episodes left. I think I finished up. So six. you probably just saw. Did you just see Sundown? What happened last? Sawyer is a cop in the last oh. one. Hmm. And he, uh, some girl is going through Recon. his, uh, his uh, drawer and you find out why he's a cop and, yeah, and all that. It is, it is good. I'm just, I'm very surprised the direction they took this season based on the last five. Wait, so do you like, I'm not, I'm not sure like well, what has been spoiled yeah. for you. Like, you know where they are when Sawyer's a cop? Yeah. Yeah, I understand, I understand that. I understand the alternate universes and the flashbacks to and from and why they're doing that. And, and, and they, they allude a lot. In fact, Sawyer, I commend him. He's reading Watership Down oh, on his yeah. bedstand, which is a great book and a great movie. It's a cartoon that's violent as hell from the 70s. Hmm. And he's reading that book. It's a, it's a book about communism, kind of. It's, it's like metaphorical, like Animal Farm. I thought the writing, the... The, the fact that was in there was just so random and cool. I didn't think anybody even knew that book. Dude, um, the books in the show are all strategically placed. Strategically dicked. Like, remember the failsafe key is behind Turn of the Screw. Uh, yeah. Desmond's yeah. last book is uh, Our Mutual Friend. Then he names our his boat that. It is a great show, though. And they, I, do, I do. I do like when they meet, when Sawyer's on the island and he meets, uh, I forget the chick's name, but she's like the undercover and he's oh, like, you're yeah. good, sweetheart, but you're not that good. What's, What's your name? And then he, uh, she calls, she whistles, and all the guys come out, which is parallel to when he's in the hotel room, and he's like, the floor. And then the cops come in, which was a nice twist. I just don't know why they're putting it there. Right. Right. You'll kind of get that. Okay, so I just have to get you ready. There's yeah. a scene. You're, there's a scene that, like, I don't even know. 80% of every viewer just didn't listen to and didn't take literally and you need to take literally Jack and his dad at the end of the thing there's like five minutes left in the episode and Jack and his dad oh. are talking and you have to listen to every single thing they say <clears throat> especially Christian you don't oh. have what it takes oh. something to do with that I'm sure of it it is a great show, though. It's so funny that, uh, that you don't have what it takes is so taken out of context by Jack. His yes. dad wasn't saying you don't have what it takes because it's a bad thing. He was saying Jack feels and has too much emotion. He doesn't have what it takes to just not be emotional, wash his hands, and carry on after a boy died on the table. Right. He doesn't have what it takes to be heartless. He doesn't have it. Yeah, he doesn't have the what it takes to be uh, like a blind cold, in the right. face of what needs to be done and let your emotions take over the situation. Much like Mrs. Fisher took over my textbooks with her snot rags, which is a true story, and I'll never forget that. I was a little bit scarred. What? I told you that story, right? No. No, Fisher, third grade teacher, blowing her nose in the room with a tissue, comes over to my work, starts correcting it with comes a tissue as she leaves. There's a big snot. Trail my paper from, and I was like, "Is that in purpose? You just put snot all over my paper. I don't know how you do that accidentally." I'm telling you, man, I was scarred. Was, was that like, on really, purpose? I was disturbed. I was like, "What? You just put snot all over my paper?" 
I'm telling you, man, it was intentional. And she just like didn't notice it. Maybe she did, and halfway through, she's like, oh my God. Yeah, I don't know. My winter booger just streaked all over this man's disgusting vocab test. But it is a good show, though, and I've been reading fan reviews, and a lot of people are split down the middle with it's the greatest show ever, or it's the first few seasons are some great writing, but it's very overrated. And I don't think uh, it's an overrated show by any means so far. I think it's a, it's a very well-written show. Here's the best guy complaint. that's never seen it. I think it's really – it gets to do credit. I think it's because I watched it. it so many th- factors are why I think it's the best show. Um and every and especially now you have to remember it was in a different time of television and storytelling right. on TV. They did so many things that everyone's doing now. Um as far Trump. as like quote unquote risks and being weird with sci fi. Tropes. The best argument that I heard is over the bullshit is the show made it seem like they're gonna reveal to you the meaning of life and they didn't. Oh, yeah, well, they shouldn't. Well, they should never know. do that. That would be second guess up and down the line. Right. I, I'll be pretty. I'll be pretty. Um, I'll be pretty stunned if you don't at least get the ending, and you can explain to me the ending because there is like an ending that is right. like as as like the writer has confirmed in interviews. And right. then there's all these other pretend endings that, like, everyone's like, no, what really happened was this. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. my gosh. It's interesting you said that because I, I'm very curious about the ending because I know in the past when it ended, Agnew posted, I, if you have questions about Lost, uh, message me and I'll answer you. And you said something similar. And I didn't watch the show. And a lot of people were confused. And I'm, I'm not one to get very confused easily in movies. I get symbolism and all that stuff. So I'm very curious of what the ending would be. They did Um, something that, like, hardly anyone does. Ready? They made it like a mass appeal show to, like, the marks, like, the, you know, the mainstream, but also to, like, geeky, like, comic book fans who, like, understand show me, don't tell me storytelling. Yes. Yeah, I can get that. There's a yeah. lot of Stephen King references, too, in there. You can tell because him and Jay, Jay Abrams obviously have worked together. He was a fan, and I'm sure a lot of the writers have done similar work. But I, I haven't seen the whole show. But I, my, my analysis thus far, in my opinion, is it's very well written. It, it's not the greatest show, in my opinion, but it, it, it's, it's up there. And if people don't like it or understand it, my guess would, or don't like it, would, my guess would be that they just don't understand it. They probably fell off somewhere after season three and said yeah. something like, it got too weird, I don't yeah. get it. But it's right. like, but it, it should get weird because that means it's evolving. If it was just them on an island, you might as well just watch Gilligan's Island and be like, hey, let's do another adventure today and kill a boar. It has to get layered. You know what I mean? I was just going to say, like, they can't do people drowning every other episode for seven right. seasons like go down the fucking rabbit hole and come back out the other end like whatever right. you got to do i mean they know they knew what the last shot is like you know how every episode ends lost yeah they love knew the same music i love that they knew the very last scene before that uh when abrams and cuse like came up with the idea oh yeah they knew the beginning and the end I like when they do that. 
And I like I, I would watch very, it again. I feel like oh, what's that? I remember going, Wow. You know, literally at yeah. that moment that the show ended. I'll tell you what. The show gives you there's certain scenes they give you exactly what you want. I, I don't know how to articulate it. They give you exactly what you want to see, but you don't think is gonna happen. But it happens and you're like, Oh yeah, they, they actually did that. I'll give you an example. When Locke uh, one of the scenes I think it might have been four, I don't remember. The money collectors, the, the mobsters come to his house and they're like, What's in the bag? And you're like, He's gonna pull out the money and get fucked. I wish he just pulled out his papers. And he pulled out his papers and you're like, Oh yeah, he's smarter than them. He knows and I feel like it's one of those shows I, 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 want, I want to watch again when it's done to pick up on different things I've missed. Oh, my gosh. Because there's a lot of layers. See, that's why I say it's the best show. There's no other show that you can watch. Like, dude, I'm like on the 20th loop of this show, and there's always new things that I'm like You're going, oh, day. they set that up in the first season, and they paid it off in like season five. It's when like they're, Back to the Future. You know, in another time. You find different things. But don't you, it's just cool. Like season two, there's this cool this hole in the ground, and there's this like symbol everywhere, and the word Dharma everywhere, and there's this videotape, yeah. and then they go and they are in the Dharma Initiative three seasons later, which I just is thought amazing. that was so cool. That was such a payoff. It's a really good payoff, and I do like the uh, the different abandoned elements they have on there, like the the drug plane and the temple and the lighthouse. Right. And they, uh, you know, there's the all these sense. cool things. It, it's like the video game Mist or something, which I've never played, so I don't even know if that's a good reference. But it's like one of those like weird things. Like it, it works. Right. There was things that like they weren't like. Uh, well, they were built there, but some of them weren't, and you know, they were just there, and they would revisit them from time it's to time. Great. Like, remember? Uh, have you seen the episode of The Lighthouse? Yes. Yes, I have. Remember when? Jack, I guess we weren't looking for it. Jack steps on. Yeah, I know that was that was a good out. Uh, he steps like on it. one of Shannon's inhalers. Yes, That's I was like, whoa! Yeah, they're, it they're throws caves. You right, and they go to the caves, and he's talking about his father and his coffin, and and everything. By the way, with his father, they lost the coffin. <laughs> I felt for that guy. I was like, it's very typical of like an airline to lose your dad. <laughs> And you know what I mean? Like it wasn't even. It's not like, oh my gosh, can't believe we lost his dad. You're you're saying that, but you're like, no, I get it, because yeah, they always you, lose shit. You lose everything, yeah. Claire, so her, his sister, is like a feral creature. Who? In the end, Claire. She's Rousseau. Yeah, she's yeah, exactly. She's feral, and you 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 get it because of her hair and like it, the way she's talking. So did you? When did you realize that John Locke? was dead and the smoke monster took his body the episode before the funeral of Locke when they did the true reveal oh right because there were certain things well actually I suspected it but I didn't know when he when Jack was looking at his uh, body in LA like, you like, see it, so who it was like something else could else it be going on. right but then but I didn't know it was the smoke monster until earlier that episode but then he knew something was going on because Locke when he said I know this seems weird to son but he's like, I know this seems weird to you, but it's still me. I'm still John. You know, I'm still John Locke. Oh, and yeah. And I was like, now, John wouldn't say something like that. He was just kind of like, let's get it done. He's not trying to convince anyone. That was like a devil thing to do. So he's like evil incarnate. So that was like kind of when I started picking up the pieces of that. But it was a good reveal when he shoots the guy, shoot him in the cave or the, uh, the lighthouse and uh, or the temple. 
Yeah, the where's, temple. Where's the temple? And or I the think bullet. the airplane, the Ajira plane. Yeah, the bullet bounces off of it. It just keeps walking, like Terminator. I love when Saeed stabs him, and he's like, well, that was very rude. You know, I'm just trying to talk to you, but you stab me. See, that's very comical, that Saeed, like, tries to stab him, and he's like, no, why would you do that? You know? But Sawyer surprised me when he he went to the boat and talked to Whitmore. Cutting edge radio, if you haven't seen the show. And came back and was like, I told him I was going to deliver you up to kill them, kill you. Now, you said you'd get me off this island. He, he really does stick to his word, to the devil, despite being a con man, or to the evil incarnate, to John Locke. When Sawyer comes back from Whitmore, and he's like, I will deliver him up to you. But he's still honest to Locke right, yeah. about that. And he's like, you said you'd get me off this island. The deal's a deal. And you're like, oh, the guy is like really trying to get off this island. And he's staying honest. you know, Because I, I thought he would have flipped. At that point, it was like, yeah, I'll bring him up. And then Locke would have found out and like killed Sawyer or something. But it's an interesting right. path. I was that <clears throat> I remember that Sawyer like he was he was like not conning them. He was just making sure he doesn't get fucked. Right. He doesn't. <laughs> yeah. He just wants to get off. Get off. Redcon. But it is a great show. Check out Lost. <laughs> it's been out for years now. It's tremendous. We're gonna to have to do a whole show though after the I watch the uh, finale and dissect <laughs> a good three-hour show. I um. Then discuss. I was thinking about yeah, right. It up. Let me know what episode you're on, and I'll I'll rewatch the last whatever with you because I know the last okay, cool. like it's like the last candidate, the recruit, the the last like five episodes, man, are just fucking great. Oh my god, they're they could be movies. It's incredible, huh? And, you know, it's not a flashback, it's not a flash forward, it's a flash sideways, is what they called it's it. It's a flash sideways. <clears throat> but it's so really a flash something else. 18 episodes in season six. Oh. I the, one, less. the one I watched was episode 10, The Package. Oh, The, the last one, I believe. Did you I see... Because they all run together, you know, they just auto autoplay. Yeah. So I just I browsed through. I mean, I I breezed through the show. I you, I, you called me a snail originally because I was on like no. episode three after a week, but then I really got into it. When you I got did, to season three, you like flew through both that and four immediately. Um. So wait, what number? Uh, cutting edge radio. Cutting edge radio. Cutting edge radio. Join us. It was a cool podcast. Open what pack. number? Uh, season cutting six, radio. episode ten. The I cutting just watched, edge radio. Right? Oh, so I saw Richard's, Richard's story. The cutting Edge Radio. Yes, yes, How I did. How awesome was that? Richard Alpin. Now the, you understand. Distinguished gentleman. He's, he, hates, he hates himself. Uh, he hates his life. Uh, but you understand now the island is like a water bot or, you know, the, the, Jacob explained everything to him. He explained the whole... The smoke the whole is evil. If he lets has. it out and dies, then the world will basically come to an end. Yes. And in the episode Across the Sea, they explain Somewhere that. Across the Sea. Yeah. That's, I haven't got there. It's one that you got to watch over and over and over. That's, I believe that's Very literal 15. dialogue. Very, very fucking literal. Oh, nice. It's great writing. It's tremendous writing. I hope that show won a lot of Emmys. I believe so. I know uh, Michael Emerson won a bunch. He's, tr he's a great actor. So tonight it's going to be uh, season six, episode eleven, and Locke. happily ever after. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, cutting edge radio. Uh, Desmond. 
eight episodes left. So in three days. Oh, there goes the dynamite. That is another notch. Oh, there goes the dynamite. Toronto said she'll never watch it. Uh, we got to have her on too. I don't care. It. What does she know about anything? Yeah. Wait a minute. I mean, she reads uh, pepper packets for entertainment. That just happens. Wait, oh, oh my gosh. Go podcast. Well, I want to get into Brad Pitt because you mentioned Brad Tech Pitt boner. in the topic. And I've been Tech seeing boner. articles everywhere in the news of him like Brad Pitt over the years. The Brad Pitt getting debacle. cleaned out by Angelina Jolie. The Brad Pitt movies. And I don't like, really subscribe to Brad Pitt in news feeds, but for some reason I've been seeing so many art. Did something happen to him? Like the tentacle point. He's been everywhere, and he's not even like promoting a movie or something. Well, I would just like to say to Brad Pitt, so happy we could find birthday a to him. Oh. I don't care. Good <laughs> luck. <laughs> What's with Stephen A. Smith? What, what? is it? it Every is it his birthday? Day. That's that's like a quote from Stephen A. saying happy birthday to somebody. He's like yelling it. And Labatard at least says happy birthday to one person every show so they can play that clip. I nice. don't care. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> Brad Pitt is 55 today. And I was thinking, amazingly, will that guy ever be ugly i don't think so i think he'll die still as handsome as he's always been no yeah he'll always be handsome him and tom cruise like no matter how much their faces tom cruise could age into a trollish looking creature eventually i'm talking like after their hundreds (laughs) yeah yeah and they're vampires they're both in that movie (laughs) like when you look at brad pitt like the mid-90s there's not a better looking man in the world He's, like, flawless. You look at him in early 2000s and, like, Troy, and he's got, like, blonde locks. and th- oh, he's, he's basically Thor. And you look at him now as a 55-year-old guy, and he could still be in, like, Fight Club. You know, like, he just he's just a good-looking dude. That's what I'm saying. I think, like, even when he grows, like, hideous beards on his face and puts sunglasses on, he works. still looks good. Like, I don't understand it. And I think he's just a guy that will never be unattractive. He'll never, like, age. No. Uh, he'll age gracefully. And he'll die beautiful. And he's Welcome a good to the gay too. hour. Yeah, he's not just a pretty face. Welcome to the oh, gay hour. No, that's amazing, too. <laughs> it's like Tom Brady of acting. Yes. It's like, not only is he basically carved out of stone, his face... Uh, he's the best. Oh. He's one of the best. Dionysus. He's a good-looking man. Dionysus. Yeah, I don't think he'll ever age. I know, it's a weird reference. It's not applicable. He's, he is a good-looking man, but he, like... Have you seen Ocean's Eleven? You've seen Ocean's Eleven. George Clooney. And, yeah. By the way, did you see Matt Damon on Saturday Night Live? Um, no, but... Ocean's I, Eleven? Really? It's, dude, it's just... I can't stand the movie where I'm like, they're gonna get away with it. Oh, really? You know? Oh, it's, well, he's so smooth in that, Brad Pitt. Like, he's always eating in, the, like, these nice, like, silk suits, and his hair is perfect, and he just he doesn't, like, sweat. He's perfect in it. They're all amazing. Uh, but it would have been great if they got, like, busted. That's I just knew it. Like, the whole time, I'm like, come on, give me some crazy That's twist at the end where it's not that they win. Yeah. It almost insists upon itself. I'll give you that. Where it, it insists, where George Clooney, you're like, they're just too smooth and good looking, and nothing bad's gonna happen. He's just too good looking. I was like, are they acting? I don't think so. I mean, the they're only not. 
but Brad Pitt was always like eating something in every scene. That was funny. Uh, Scott Kahn, he's good. Uh, that little Asian dude flipping around. I like that right. part. But the second one's awful because when you talk about the acting, the second one, there's a scene. Joel Roberts is in the second one. They're even more checked out. They're more checked out. And Bruce Willis, as Bruce Willis, makes a cameo. And he's like, you look just like Julia Roberts. She's like, I'm not. And they're like, hey, let's go do lunch together at the pub. And you're like, ah, it's just so bad. It's like an inside Hollywood joke that only works if you're like famous in Hollywood. But everyone else watching, you're like, okay, it's Julia Roberts talking with... Or it's with, if it's a comedy. Right. You know? What's Mace's last name in Star Wars? Window. Mace Window? Windu, Window, Windu, Window. Like, okay. People pronounce it differently. I'd rather see a scene with him in Ocean's 12 with the lightsaber, like a cross character oh where he's slashing people. And they're oh my like, gosh. I guess we're not robbing the bank. I guess we're not hitting off a casino. Because the force stopped him. The force of justice. Be on board with that force potato salad. Of, of Jedi justice. Jedi challenges. That's, not, that's, it. that's the title of tonight's show. Jedi challenges. Fun fact. Speaking of this, Jedi challenges. Uh, fact. Who kills Mace Windu? Window. Windu. Window. I've never seen the film. Check your oh, facts. Really? You've never seen uh, Revenge Check of the facts. Sith? Check your facts. Oh, my God. Actually, I think I saw Phantom Menace. Oh, God. That was... The dialogue in that movie is just painful. Right, Revenge of the Sith is where Anakin becomes Vader. Right. Oh, that's like the best scene in any movie ever. Where he puts on the thing and you hear the air getting sucked down and then it stops and you hear... And you're like, oh my gosh, that's like your childhood. Carter. Sadly, it was kind of anticlimactic. And at the very, 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 very end of the movie, um, Mace Window was about to kill the Emperor, and uh, Anakin Skywalker saved them by killing Mace Window and basically becoming Darth Vader in that very moment. Wow. Moment. Yeah. Oh my gosh. After your wedding, you watch Empire Strikes Back on Thanksgiving Eve or something. And hey, Ashley was like, what are you doing? And you're like, well, now that we're married, you said on the show, you're like, I can just make up traditions. Like, well, we always watch. And, well, I've been doing that this year since I got married. And I, I told Jen. I yeah, right. about that. Damn it. I broke the fourth wall and was like, well, that's what we do now with marriage tradition. So I was like, come on, we're going to go watch BC Thanksgiving, which is this like 30-minute cartoon from the 70s from the BC comic strip I watched as a kid. And it's only like on YouTube. I was like, Jen, we're going to watch this. She's like, I don't want to watch it. I was like, well, it's like now a tradition. I always watch this on Thanksgiving. She's like, no, you didn't. No, you haven't. I'm like, I haven't, but but now we're going to. It's like a new tradition. John did it, so like it's okay. Like I, I've been using you as a focal point. Oh, it's fine. For, for a lot of things this year. Like, people are like, why aren't you coming back for Christmas? I'm like, well, John, like after his wedding, like he didn't he didn't travel north. Like I'm, doing, I'm taking his route. Like, Maybe two years. You, you, you didn't go back for two years? Uh, no. It's still kabooming. But not the first year. No, we couldn't because Heather was pregnant. It's just worked still out kabooming. that way. Oh. And then this year we're not because... Yeah, right. I think I just put a kibosh on traveling. Oh, oh my gosh. I, I said it's just too much. We need a whole it's year off. It's just too much with this baby. Let's let her get a year under her. And then we'll start yeah. flying again. iPod, what year is this? It's just too Good much. Call. But don't you think that's too much, though, to have a wedding in September in Hawaii 
And then like three months later, be like, let's pack up and go to the East Coast again. It's not like yeah. it's just us. We have like a lot of pets that we need to like pay people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like a lot. It's like having yeah. like a bunch of kids that like just are retarded. Stay home. Stay home yeah. for the holidays this year. You know, we just got married. People still say we you want to spend home. Even though you live, in, you live in Florida for 10 years. Like I lived in LA for, for 10 years in April. And people are still like, when are you coming home? It's like, well, this is my home now. Like I live yeah. here. But yeah. it's like, I'm not at college. But, you know, like, are you coming home for Christmas? Which I kind of like. It's nice that they can still consider that, like, Clark yeah. still lives here. He's just, like, traveling abroad or something. <laughs> but I'm like, this is my home. Like, I, I don't live with my parents. Like, I'm almost a 40-year-old man. Like, did you still get that? Right. Yeah, and you, I don't even get... live. My parents aren't even at the same house. Mine either. I mean, they're in, like, the area, but they're I can't they're remember what they say if they say... Are you coming home, or when are you going to be back in town? I don't think they say that. I don't know. But I just, just say home. Actually, no, I say back north. Yeah, Cutting edge radio. Uh, but it's an interesting topic, though, right? Mm-hmm. People ask you that. Cutting edge radio. It's like, Cutting edge oh, radio. I mean, I don't say that. I'm like, no, nah, maybe January. I know. Maybe <laughs> January. Like, what if you were like, I am home. I'm here. That's that's when like uh, There's a scene in this movie where This guy finally meets his dad But he's been like you know he's like 30 And he's had this like group of friends And he's like I finally found my family And they're like I thought (laughs) we I thought we were your family It's like oh god Oh no God no They have the same blood Uh, So What's it like where you live Christmas decorations wise it's really funny you said that because I was just going to segue into there's a house in Pasadena where a guy – Wait a minute. Leader, he decorates his house each year to replicate the Christmas vacation house, Clark's house, to a T with the broken sleigh and the reindeer that fell over. And he like he has the he has an RV in his driveway oh, no the same way. as the cousin. He, he does this, and it's like a tourist attraction now. People will go and visit it because it looks the exact same as the house. Decorations are down to a science. And um, but but besides from that, there's not a lot of tree decorations here. There's it's not. There are some. There are, there are obviously like the candles, but it's not like crazy like the East Coast with the snow and the, all what that. About, stuff. Like houses like with lights on the outside. Yeah, uh, there's still like the the white lights in the trees and stuff. Jed's parents go nuts for Christmas. They have like a ten foot tree, like a big wreath. Awesome. It takes like two people to put yeah. up. Santa it's like it's crazy. Down Santa Claus That's Lane. awesome. Ooh, a big yeah. wreath. Hmm. Yeah, her brother-in-law, her brother, I mean, my brother-in-law, we had to put that up, and it was like two ladders, two people, like, putting this up, because it's, it's like, the size of it, it's like six feet wide. It's like decorating St. Jude's Church. Yes, it's like decorating the birth of of Butler Boulevard, it's, or Butler Avenue, it's just crazy, uh, St. Jude, um, Jude Ball, there was brush back there with balls, but it was scary, and uh, we played in concrete tubes. Uh, that wouldn't exist now, OSHA. But yeah, it's a um, good place. But it is. It's uh, it's interesting. How about you down there in uh, Florida? Is there a lot of uh, decorum of the Yuletide uh, there? Is there a lot of uh, interior decorations of the, of the, the Joy X Noel? There's certainly a lot of uh, tinsel and uh, holly and mistletoe and the uh, Christmas uh, pageantry. 
Yes, I threw a lot of um, little Kris Kringle out of cookies and decorations that are reminiscent of North Pole around December. Certainly, there are a lot of um, birth of Christ preparations of wise men and activities. The only reason I ask is because (laughs) on my uh, neighborhood Facebook page, some our neighborhood neighborhood Facebook page, yeah, and I I I joined it immediately, unfollowed it, but randomly I check in, and today because Heather is like addicted to it, she's like it's a Facebook within a Facebook, you know, it's like a neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, no, I like that, you know. Dude, it you is. unfollowed it immediately. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know involved. Within hey, three Bill, days. That, that Bill's son died over there? Yeah, I haven't been getting the notifications. <laughs> yeah. I'm watching the Eagles play the Cowboys tonight. Um, so one of the neighbors uh, had her Christmas decorations up and she had three dragons, like, you know, the blow-up dragons with... I don't know. Oh. I don't know the Last Christmas week. correlation with dragons, uh, but whatever. There are none. Maybe they had like Santa hats on or something. Yeah, I don't She's know. A, she sounds like a pagan. Well, here's to be corrected. Here's what the uh, here's what the um, they got a letter in the mail. Here's what it says. Your dragon display is only marginally acceptable at Halloween. It is totally inappropriate at Christmas. It makes That's true. It makes your neighbors wonder if you are in a demonic cult. Please consider removing the dragons. May God bless you and help you to know the true meaning of Christmas. Oh my God! Is my Is way real? or the highway? I'm trying to understand the dragons, though. Oh. First of all, I want to get, but dude, that's real. That's word for word. Oh my gosh! It makes your neighbors wonder if you are involved in oh a demonic gosh. cult. Uh. First, people in demonic cults do not have glow, blow up, mythical creatures for their front lawn to display. Yeah, right. While I agree with the sentiment of that, I don't know if I'd be so forward of calling a neighbor out, but they do have a point. There really are no place for dragons during Christmas. It's like, why don't we just put some lobsters on the lawn? You know, it doesn't really have nothing to do with the holiday. Like, hey, it's Easter. Oh, great. We're going to put buffalo statues up front. It has nothing to do with it. Maybe if it was an ice dragon. Maybe. But these do not seem to be uh, your common ice dragon. And there's some sort of, like, Christmas light markings in the grass. Regardless, I don't think this is anyone to be worried uh, about. But it is kind of odd. I would like some sort of connection to the holidays. Uh, right. The dragons. I would understand. I would like to understand the dragons. Hmm. The dragonry. The medieval references. Of the, uh, but the, uh, I said, um, I'm going to set up a GoFundMe so we can buy 10 more dragons <laughs> to put in your room. Did you really? Yes. I'm going to donate to that just so we can get the flames going. Because I love neighborhood rants. You know, I love when neighbors get pissed at things. It's like, dude, there's a world outside of this block. This isn't like a microcosm of the United States government. This is just a neighborhood. You know, like people would complain to my mom when I lived there, like, Matt drives too fast. I'm like, Mom, I'm not like flooring it down. I'm doing like 40. Like, I can see a kid. I'm not like whizzing down the road. 
Yeah, right. Guy. I'm not flooring it. We called him Tidy Whitey because he was always so like, you're driving too fast. So whenever I would go by, I had a 350Z. So whenever I drove by his house, I would pop the clutch and like, just to get this guy all like flustered. And then I just like floored out there. I'd be like, what are you going to do? I'm like 25. What are you going to do? Assault me? I'll kick your ass. I'm like a kid. You're like a guy. You're like, why are you complaining about this? I'm not hurting anybody. Yeah, so like, I would purposely just be a dick just because he would like come out with his arm just waiting would, like, for you. You squirrely kids, I'll get you. So I was like, he would never like leave. He would never like leave his like lawn though. It's not like he like knocked on the door. I was like, we need to talk. You know? Yeah. If he did that, I would kick his ass or something. He would just like from his like confines of his lawn like yell. But but he couldn't leave there. Yeah, he like, would like walk speed. right up to the curb. Right. With his hands on his hips. But he couldn't do anything. You're, but it's funny when you see people like that. They're like, Mister. "Hey, your grass is a little high. Mister. You need to like cut that lawn." Or, "Hey, I, I couldn't help but noticing that some of the decorations are for Christmas, which is great, but it's January seventh. The epiphany is past. Can we like maybe take that down, Matt? Matt? You know what I mean? It's just funny. This is getting more interesting. Uh, Enjoying that." It looks like two different houses in the neighborhood have purchased these dragons and put them on their front lawns. That reminds me of the ski <laughs> mask, the ski mask thing that's going on in Philly. Did you hear about this? No, what happened? So after the Eagles and Nick Foles beat the Los Angeles Rams Sunday night Yayo! football to somehow keep our playoff hopes alive. Um, it's there. It's dwindling, the, but it's there. The defense posed and took like a group selfie in the end zone, and one of the guys had a black ski mask on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they're selling out in Philadelphia. People are oh. going to Washington as we play them. Or no, not Washington. Uh, who, whoever the fuck we play. And now... Sports of John, 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 John. Sports of John, Sports of John, Sports of John, Sports of John. Sports of John, Wherever we're going. Yeah, it's um Is it Washington or is it uh Texans? No, it's Washington, isn't it? I think it's either Washington or the Texans. And we're going down there with black ski masks. It's hey, that's a, that's a recipe for an accidental police shooting waiting to I happen. Know. Hey, there's there's eight guys in ski masks screaming outside. That, wah, 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 wah. I'm like, I don't, I'm like, I get the dog mask thing, the underdog, that was kind of cool. But yeah. black ski masks have kind of had a bad name since their uh, inception. Yeah, you don't really want to use that unless you're on the slope skiing. And even then, I've never seen anyone wearing a black ski mask. Usually you wear, like, goggles. You know what I mean? Yeah, nowadays they have, like, the mouth cover. Right. That wraps around your neck, and then the goggles, and then the glasses. The ski mask is for bank robbers, 7-Eleven robbers. You don't do that. That is funny. How about that game, though? (laughs) Jakar was texting me, and he goes, I don't know what's going on with my squad right now. He's a huge Rams fan. Right. He's like, I don't know what's happening. I said, I'll tell you what's happening. Jared Goff can't is handle that Philly cheese, cheese stick. And I was like, just throwing all these references out of him, like, Ben Franklin, motherfucker. Like, it wasn't even making sense. And I was like, nah, man, they'll find a way to blow it. Don't worry. You'll be okay. You know, to make right. feel better. Right. 
But mean, uh, meanwhile, you were like seat watching this game. Jen was asleep, like she fell asleep, and I'm like screaming. The birds are flying around. It was so exciting. I'll tell you what, man. I got sweaty though. That last few, the last uh, 40 seconds where the Rams completed three passes. You know, oh, the Eagles because they were all in the end zone. Like wait, you know, they're all safetying the the place. Yeah. But I was getting sweaty. I was like, nah, you're 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 letting them catch too many balls here. Like mm. this is not good. I hate and, it when uh, they it do that. Good. It was just like the Super Bowl. But uh, our, like, red zone defense is amazing, you know. Incredible. Teams can only score on us on, like, bombs uh, or, like, long long runs. Yeah. Right. That was a sweaty game. The Eagles need to win the rest of their games, and Dallas has to lose one, right, to get in the wild card. Because the wild card right now, as it stands, if it were the playoffs, would be Dallas. Right. Right. And who's the other team? Dallas and uh, in the NFC. Uh, Dallas and oh god, it's so complicated right now. It's very complicated. The Vikings. Like, I think it's the Vikings because the Bears won the division. It's amazing. Yeah. It's the Vikings, but there's so many what ifs, and this is on all sides of the NFC East or the NFC. It's not just they have to win this, lose this. There's like right. there's, there's so many tight divisional races. But there's still a chance the Eagles could make it to the playoffs. With that foot-long cheesesteak, big dick Nick. Yes, that's all they need. You know, they shouldn't put him in early. Uh, somebody said Nick, uh, um, Josh Adams, when he ran the ball, you threw out a nice block. Uh, how's your shoulder? And he said, that wasn't me. It was my dick. That was my dick. That was my dick. I slurped that shit. My, my dick threw that block. Dickus. It's good, though, right? Dickus. But uh, wasn't that game sweaty, though? That was an exciting ball. I got to tell you, I had no expectations. I was like, we're going to lose, right. but it's Sunday night. I'll watch it. And after we like held them to like a field goal instead of like two touchdowns in a row or whatever it was, I was like, yes. hmm. And then we were up like 20 to 10 going to halftime. I'm like, I think we're going to win. And then we scored right away after halftime. I was like, this game's over. And I went to bed. It was crazy. I had the veins of big, and then I watched the replay, and I was you like, had "Oh the shit!" Blue they almost the won. Blue veins of ser- 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 serendipitous joys, Jesus. The fulzy, <laughs> flimsy, firm, you, and rocket. If you hung out with Nick Foles, would you call him Foles?y You like, yo, Foles?y You want another beer? Yeah. Or is that too much like Foles?y No, I'd, I'd call, call him Foles?y Like think, Mr. Well, Judge. It was it's unfair. E. Oh, Mr. Judge. Wait, Mr. Judge? You know, Mr. Judge used to always call everybody with like a Y, like Maddie, oh, Johnny, Clarky, yeah. Yeah, Joey, right. Clarky. Yeah, like he would always put a Y That's on true, the That's true, isn't it? Yeah. Rest his soul. All right. Rest in peace. He, uh, but isn't it unfair to say at this juncture, though, that uh, they should just put Foles in all the time? Because Wentz came off of an injury, you have to give him the, the, the breathing room. People are saying, like, ah, oh, you just need to to put Foles in and get rid of Wentz. It's like, it's an unfair assumption. The guy's a great quarterback. He got off an injury, a bad one, and got injured again. It happens. Happened a lot. It's, God, it just sucks. It just sucks again for Wentz because now no matter what we do, it's like, okay, you're healthy. Now you have to win us a division. Like, we have to just stomp through the division. Like, that's what we expect from Wentz. And Foles, it's right. like, eh, whatever. 
We're the underdog. No one expects anything. So you play so loose and you do trick plays and that's so true, you beat though. the Rams. That's so true, though. When, it, when, when, it, when the pressure is off of you and you're like, yeah, I'm just filling in for a guy because he's hurt. Yeah, you know, you're like, don't expect much of me. You kind of gel better because the pressure's off. And it it's happened. Like when you, it, it's like writing year. music. You know, I liken writing music to, like, if you really try to write a song, and I use this term loosely, but if you really yeah. try to, like, write a song, it, you're going to suck. But you're like, I don't give a fuck. I'm just going to screw around. You write, like, the best lyrics and stuff because you're like, the pressure's off. You're just writing, like, the best music. Yeah. That's why most bands are like, we're ready to quit and give up. And then we just wrote this joke song and, like, it blew us up, you know, and you stop, like, putting things in there. Like Sammy Davis Jr., we're really, really going out of the limbs with these references here. We're going from Wentz to Sammy Davis Jr. But it's like... He, For the young he, crowd. He had to do one more song to get out of his contract. He's like, just give me the stupidest song you know. And they're like, eh, there's one called The Candyman. And it became his biggest, only the number one hit ever. But, but I do think... So what's Wentz's status? Is he coming back next week? No, he's done for the year. He has a fractured vertebra. That's what I thought. Yeah, he's done. I don't know why they keep announcing uh, Foles will be the starting quarterback. Of course he will be, because the only other option is the third-string quarterback. Yeah, which is like Matt Schwartz, I think. St. Jude. I don't, I don't get it. The, the Eagles play... Uh, let's look who the Eagles play next week, because... Yeah, I've been trying to get to that. You know how fast ESPN is. There's, there's how many games left in the season, regular season? There's two. two. Okay. So, uh, Eagles play. Oh, that was the Rams. Eagles play the Texans on the twenty third. Texans, which is a great time to have a game. It's like day before Christmas Eve. You're, you're done for the year. Football, you know, things are riding now. It's not like the season's a wash up. We're still going to watch it anyway. It's like they're exciting games. Uh, oh and then the Eagles God, play. Yeah. E- Eagles, you're right. The Eagles play the Texans twenty third on the thirtieth. Uh, they're going to play the Redskins. Right. Yeah. And that game could be insane because if we win it and Dallas keeps, keeps losing, then we'll have the better record in the division. So then we'll get into the playoffs. Right. And, and, and Dallas plays the Bucks and they play the Giants on the 30th. They play the Bucks on Sunday. So the, Dallas needs to lose both of those games or one of those games. I think both. They're, okay, which might be tough to do because – the Buccaneers and the Cowboys, or the Buccaneers yeah, right. and the Giants both suck. The Giants are in last God, place. Uh, yeah. Bucks are in fourth. Let's go, baby! But maybe it doesn't matter against the Let's Giants. go, baby! Maybe it doesn't matter. I don't know. Mm. It will be interesting, though. But if the Eagles get the wild card, really, we are that's uninformed. it. He's going to go up in flames, man, because a lot of people already kind of wrote this season off a couple games back. Not, not you, but if they, uh, if they can get in there. Some really, we are uninformed. I wrote this cutting edge radio with Carson Wentz as the quarterback, and then Ooh, when he got there hurt, goes I was the like, dynamite. "Oh, okay, we're not like a hundred percent eliminated, and now we're the underdogs again." And Nick Foles, it's the it's, same team. He Wentz got injured against the Rams last year, and Foles, and Foles had to come in, and Foles just beat the Rams again in a miraculous feat that kept them in the in the the loop. Which is coincidental. The Cowboys are eight and six. The Eagles are seven and seven. So if the Cowboys lose next week and the Eagles win, they're both going to be uh, eight and seven. So okay. if they both win the week after, they're both going to be nine and seven. 
So what happens there? Do they go by the point percentage of who has the most points? I think Eagles had the better division record. I think the only losses they had were against the Cowboys. Is that I think how that the works? Cowboys lost to like the Giants and the Redskins. So if they're both nine and seven, based on the Eagles' record in the division, in the division because they beat the Cowboys, they're gonna. Even though we lost to the Cowboys twice, we we have to beat the Giants and Redskins both twice because the Cowboys didn't do that. So then right. we're in. Because it goes by that. So that's a sealed deal. Yeah. So we, And the Eagles play the Texans, and then they play the Skins. God, then we'd win the division. That'd be insane. I hope the Skins just give up, and they're just like, we're not, we're not really playing with heart. Because that, you know, that happens a lot. Where, they have their third-string quarterback. They have their third-string quarterback, where if he gets injured, who comes in? Like the guy selling peanuts? Like, hey, Charlie, can you come Tim down Tebow. here? Like, I mean, really, like, <laughs> Biscardi goes in and goes, uh, I was at Jets one time. Let me tell you a long story about the Jets. Mark Sanchez. That's the Redskins quarterback. Right. He's so bad. He's terrible. But I think their fourth stringer is, like, somebody else. Like, maybe somebody really young who's supposed to be good, and they're like, maybe not yet. Maybe not yet. But it's exciting, though. Where's Jeff Hastern going to be watching the game? You're, you're, Jeff Hastner's an innovator, too. He's very active with posting memes lately, and they're hilarious. One was like a Christmas tree in a box with lights on it and goes, trees up. And I'm just like, where do you find these? It's, they're hilarious. I, I want to be like Jeff when I retire. It's just posting shit all day and getting reactions. Do you He's think it'll still exist? Facebook? Yeah. I do. I don't you think do. Facebook will go away. Like the if newspaper. you were to ask me that five years ago, I'd be like, no, it's going away. But it's right. been around for 10 years, and it's stronger than ever. Yeah, I know. Uh, and it's so, like, tangled into everything. Everything. I think because it changes. Where MySpace was the same platform the whole time, Facebook constantly evolves. They constantly do updates where, like, you can now like pages. You create business. Now there's business involved in it, so they're not going to get rid of that. And They have their own like, movies now. Right. It, it's, think I don't about think that. They have their own streaming service. They're in Netflix of their own. It's true. It's insane. Yeah. They're a production company. But it will be interesting. A production company. And that. <gasps> oh, yeah, right in the corduroys. Fucking ruined new Old Navy pants needed. I can't oh, wear Oh, there goes the dynamite. Because they, they fall apart easily. <clears throat> Fall apart. Wash them once, they shrink. They do. You wear, you wash them once, and you're like, "Hey, a four-year-old lives here, judging by the size of this t-shirt." Like if I gain ten pounds in the blink of an eye, <laughs> do you and Hey Ashley still do the bacon? You guys used to be very bacon aficionados. Is that died? Not with the baby. You know, oh, the, the grease smell. splattering and the noise yeah. and the just you know effort. Right. But that was funny, though. You sent videos. It was like 10 at night. There was like, not like two slices, but like, you know, a restaurant field size industrial bacon thing. And I was like, and she's Jewish, too. Like, they shouldn't even be eating it. But like, she's like, cooking up the bacon. I was like, that's the best house ever. I really admire your biscuits and gravy on that one. I really admire your biscuits and gravy on that one. You don't order from the menu. 
Uh, I really admire your biscuits and gravy on that one. It's late. Alec, down to no, tackle this gingerbread latte from tonight. The menu and a buffet. Just a buffet. You know that that's how much I was like making a bacon for like a buffet. Where it's like a big that pile potato salad. In like it was that great. silver rotund. Because rotunda. bacon's very underrated. A rotunda, a rotunda, a rotisserie. Oh okay, yeah, the rotunda. It's in the capital. Yeah, rotunda. Is yeah, it the that potato salad? Yeah, like it's. But it's interesting, though. And who would have predicted the like, Scotsman would run into this rotunda? I did. They, brother. Oh, cutting sorry, radio. Brother. But it's interesting, though, with bacon. Like, when I went to Cancun, it was a buffet. My dad was, like, 15, and all I would eat for breakfast was, like, a plate of bacon. Because yep. your whole life, you're, like, never allowed to have all this bacon. They give you, like, two pieces. So you're, like, no, I want, like, a lot of bacon. Oh, my gosh. you'll just eat bacon, like, as a meal. When we were, Hashtag uh, yeah, when we were on the honeymoon... Every we had this like amazing breakfast every morning. Nice. Another thing that like we prepaid for that like I didn't know about that was just like best breakfast I've ever been a part of. So uh, good. And they always had loads, and I always just get a plate of like regular breakfast food of the day, and then yeah. a plate, and then a plate for bacon. But John is the mastermind. You eat things on vacation that you would never eat at home because it's available and free. Like you're like, I'm gonna have a bowl of cereal, pancakes, eggs, waffles, three things of bacon, French toast. You're like, I'm gonna eat like a quarter of this because it's here. Everyone's happy and we're not working. Like I think when I went to my honeymoon today, I was thinking about that today. I was like, you know what? The week of Christmas, and this is technically because you know, the weekend like goes right into Christmas Eve. It's Noel's day. I uh, have checked out, and I'm going to eat shit every day until the new year. Good for you. I told Heather we should watch a movie, a Christmas movie, and drink a bottle of wine each every night before bed this week. Except for tonight, because I have to do a podcast, honey. You you just got rashes on the back from all the goosebumps that are spiking up. The Christmas movies are great. I I think on my honeymoon, it was the best breakfast ever, because you're happy, you're married... (sighs) The breakfast is free, like oh, it's included. So you're, you're in paradise. Everyone's like friendly, lane. even if they're not. You like interpret them as friendly because you're just like, you know what I mean. Everybody's there. <laughs> it's not like you're at an office or you're at like a restaurant. Everyone's just like has no plans. There's nothing to do. Right. And it was just like the paper. They gave you like the Hawaiian Times, the big news stories, like. A new development is going up. Like there's no crime, right? It's just like everything was just nice, and the bacon's flowing. Don't you wish you lived in Hawaii? I do. Like on the beach in a hut. I do indeed. I would live very simply in Hawaii too. Because you don't need a big house in Hawaii. You need like basic because you're in paradise. Everything's nice. Oh, you just got bit by a jitterbug. I don't know what the hell I just did. But uh, before we go, I need, yes, to, yes, uh, I need to recommend a documentary that I just loved. Ooh. I loved it so much that, listen to this, in the middle of watching it, I had to stop it. Probably the baby. The next morning when I woke up, I finished watching it on my phone uh, oh my gosh. at like 7 a.m. And there was like there was like 45 minutes left. And I sat wow. there because it was so good. It was so well done. Uh, it's That's called intense. Momentum Generation. Uh, it's on okay. HBO. And I don't know if anybody listening knows that in the 80s and 90s, surfing... Uh, as a sport, like competitive sport, oh, yeah. like exploded. And like you started hearing like guys' names. Oh, he's the best surfer in the world. I wasn't into it, but like by accident, I heard about it. Right. This story is about all these kids 
who were like best buds that all just like met in Hawaii that like moved there when they were little kids, but they were all white guys. And they eventually became like the top 10 surfers in the world. Oh and they gosh. were all just buddies. But it's, it's, it, there's some drama. What's it called? Momentum Generation? Momentum Generation. It's fucking, it was just so oh well gosh. done. I, I might even out. watch it season, again. Season uh, six, episode uh, eight today. And you know what it reminded me of? Sandlot. Really? It's a bunch of dudes playing a sport. Oh, you mentioned that. Yeah. And it was I about admire, friendship. Uh, I admire your blueberry rhubarb on that. I certainly uh, like to critique and, and, and favor your blueberry rhubarb on that. Make sure you get that chicken, rice, broccoli, cheddar oh. cheese only. I admire your chicken aliquini. It's not even a real dish. Tweet us at the underscore podcastle. The gentleman in charge. Of Chicken Alfredo on Hawaii and lots and lots of bacon, Jonathan Assinger, to the man in charge of waking up in the morning and going, I think I'll wet the bed. Can I have some bacon, please? I'm Matthew Clark. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast, Nerd 35. We have three episodes left until episode 300. Good night, everybody. God. We're troopers at the beach yesterday. And Godspeed. So I took the pictures.
my face